Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Did you fuck her? Um, it's in, uh, in, no, we, uh, you were like, Oh, where do you live? Where do you live? Now, we hooked up like both nights that we were at the hostel. We did, we did a lot of heavy petting. Uh huh. And I, uh, what did you know you were in love there? We made a video. My friend, it was my best friend, my child from my childhood. Right. And I, at, at age 25 going to Europe with very little money, but staying in hostels. And we made a video of our trip. We made a movie. Right. And on it, you see me leaving Switzerland. He said, what did you like most about Switzerland? Or what did you learn in Switzerland? Right, right. I said, I learned I met the woman I'm going to marry. So I knew in two days that I wanted to marry her. Wow. And she didn't because... She fell hard for me too. Whatever. We did I'll long distance uh-huh. for eight talk. months. Wow. And then she moved to New York. You move out of the Greystone. To 93rd Street. I had tw- eight apartments in 12 years. No way. All on the Upper West Side. Eight apartments in 12 at, years? At least, yeah. Maybe That's it was terrible. More. Yeah, it was very stressful to have um, to keep move. And you're doing stand-up, you're personal training, you're doing this radio show, and then when do you quit the personal training and get become the luckiest person in the world who gets a fucking radio show? <laughs> That's how you see it? Oh, my God. You're so lucky. Yeah. I mean... For, to have 12 years of employment in this business of steady employment, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It does not happen. Yeah, I'm very great, very grateful. I don't take it. I never took a day of it for granted because I knew that. And I worked very hard doing everything I possibly could to sustain it, to do a good job at it. Right. And you were great. And you still I are. Was, uh, yes, I was very good at it. I How did you get into the politics? Like you... I was hosting that one-hour show on the comedy channels, and I heard they were launching this new independent political channel, which is exactly what I'd been wanting to, to, to do, to host a show like, but on But you got... You, but you weren't into politics. You weren't I into was, school. I just, you weren't into you politics. Know, I was into politics and activism. I cared a lot about what was happening in the world, but right. not... I wasn't good enough or smart enough to be hosting a three-hour daily show. Right. But I convinced them to let me, and then I learned on the job, and I was very authentic about what I did not know. I what did you read? Like, how did you get prepared? All what I did, did you- was read all day, every day, all the newspapers and books written by experts, and then I interviewed experts, three to four experts on any number of issues right. every day, five days a week, three hours a day, and so it made me, I retained at least some of it, so it right. made me smarter and smarter to the point that I'll be on MSNBC today. Okay, but no one's going to watch it because this doesn't air until Tuesday. It okay. doesn't matter. Um, it's just the point. Oh, the point is that I was on MSNBC a couple weeks ago. Is that the point? Tell them I said hi. Tell I will. Them, please. Who's them? Can, can, what's Mike name? MSNBC. Uh, so anyway, Whatever. I, I figured out how to do it. Are you doing the good, the bad, and the ugly? Oh, I am. Yeah, yes. that's what I do. Oh, you did? Oh, great. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I've got some good ones. The the ugly, you want to know what my Yeah, mind. ugly. They do a segment called The Good, Bad, and Ugly, yeah. in case anybody listened and doesn't, isn't a huge fan of the 3.30 hour on Sunday. <laughs> um, my, my ugly is that this week, my daughter, my 12-year-old, uh, and 3,000 of her middle school classmates had a real lockdown where they thought there was a gunman in the building. No way. Yeah. In Rockland County? Yeah, yeah. 
And so I don't want to say the name of the school, but whatever. But it's because uh, there's so much copycat bullshit. Right, I know. But it was traumatizing, of course, for all the students. And, but for the parents. Yeah, and the parents too. Like for a little while, I couldn't get a hold of her uh, while texting. And I'm, I, I was calm because I statistically thought. I thought you hate math. Well, I, I hate math, but I but statistics has made help me maintain my sanity as a okay. parent. Gotcha. Because not worrying about my kids, like everything. I start- just don't understand, like how it came to be that you know I know that that was the safest place for kids to be is in a school. I know from so growing up when I right, and I remember growing up and it was like, you know, yeah. thank God they're in school and they're not with the abusive parent or thank God they're in school. Yeah. I think it, it's simply that there are so many guns and there's not enough access to healthcare and certain resources to be able to identify and help young people that are okay. struggling. Here's but I think I it's mostly say. the guns. Okay. Uh, I'm just warning everyone, we're now going to go into a political discussion because Pete- No, we don't have to at all. No, I, I want rather... to. I had all the shit I wanted to talk to okay. you about, you motherfucker. I I believe, you know, it is the guns. That part of me thinks, tell me what you think. Part of me thinks that you sit in front of a uh, a TV screen and you play these video games where you're shooting people, right? You're just shooting people and killing them. Yeah. And then- the next day, you get up in the morning, and they're alive. Yeah, that's not true. The you don't video, think the that- video game positive of it because there's data. There's a tremendous amount of data, but this is the winning but argument. But you think if you're mentally ill and you're shooting people all day long no. on a thing, no, because that you get a hold of a gun and do it for real. You don't n- think so? No, I don't think okay. there's there's there there could be a certain. Uh, individual or isolated incidents right, where right, that might right. have contributed. But the, the argument, I talked about this issue with a lot of experts on my radio show, which is how I know a little bit about it. And I'm happy to have somebody try to uh, argue against this. But the argument that wins me over is in Japan, they play these same games at right. a high, high, much higher frequency or I- at least equal, if not higher. Right. But they don't have our type of violence because they don't have access to the weapons. It's access to weapons. Gotcha. These games might do something. It's for mentally ill kids. They might, yeah. they might not. It doesn't matter. If you don't have access to weapons, you can't kill a whole bunch of people in a short amount of time. Right. Okay. I may be a cockeyed liberal, but I don't. How can you love your gun more than your children? How? That's not the way to look at it. That's not how the gun people look at it. Okay. They would say, I love my children much more than my guns. That's why I have guns to protect them. Right. What is this fucking love of guns? It is is cultural. It's just a, it's just but doesn't everyone in the other countries go, oh, my God, what the fuck is going on there? Yes. Like that we they have mass shootings yeah. that are not even reported anymore because it's no. like, oh, and there was a mass shooting. Well, it's shooting. also the real issue with guns is suicide. People yeah. are constantly blowing their heads off. Right. All day, every day, pop, 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 right. heads blowing off because and a lot of them are young people. Right. And a lot of them are just people who just need help, but they have access to a gun. There's a gun in the house. Right. But you would think that all these um, cops and, and veterans, especially. Oh, that's the worst. Because they have guns. It's, right. It's the guns. It's the access to guns. They should Do be you very get, difficult to get. Do you understand? I've shot guns a lot. By the way, I love and it's fun, guns. right? It's so fun, yeah. They're awesome. They're awesome machines. But they did your father people. have a gun? We shot guns. He never owned one. 
Right. But we would go and we would shoot them. And we he got us BB guns that we would shoot cans with. And that right. was a lot of fun. Right. And we were safe with it. We eventually had BB I had, gun I had a water gun. I had a water gun. Well, you're Jewish. I don't what? know what that means. That's pretty sure. much true. That, that we would have water guns and that's about it. But there's I, a big argument that if they if, if if they allowed Jews to have guns, the Nazis, then the Jews would right. have, and, and that's the gun, the pro gun argument. Right. Which is not a lot of fun. Right. That and, argument. And it's not true. I don't. No, it's definitely not true. Right. Although I do like those movies where, you know, it's World War II, like movies where the Jews get the guns, like Defiance. Right, right. And they slaughter the Nazis or Inglorious Bastards. Like right. I, I do enjoy those. Right. So here we are. You, uh, you, you are very anti-gun on your radio show. What kind of mail do you get? Well, the worst was when, I don't want to name drop, but the most popular podcast and potentially show in the country is the Joe Rogan. Right, right. And I did that recently, as right, you know. Right, I know. And the, we got into it on guns. And it wasn't contentious, I don't think, because I, we like each other and it was fine, but we were arguing. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the popularity of that show, and because they, you know, generally people like what the host likes or right. agree with the host, and he's a, you know, a very, he's got a huge, very right. strong following. So the gun people from his show are still attacking me. One of the most prominent gun, kind of pro-gun guys uh, who has a huge YouTube channel like made a video in answering my video. Right. Like, and it, it's gone viral. Apparently, I won't even watch it, but they have been horrific to me. But I mean, I mostly, they have zero followers and they're not the sharpest. Right. The hottest gun in the shed. Right. I mean, so I don't really, but, it, but they are very, it's, it's like very few other issues that activates people to say the worst that, types of things. That gun is number one and abortion is the other one. Yeah, where those, are people, the two, those are the two probably most divisive animated issues in my opinion in, in the country. Obviously race and right. religion but, the, but people those are two, very, yeah. people think their arguments are extremely sound when it comes to abortion and guns right. on all sides. Right. And people are a little bit more open-minded on things like sexuality and race and religion. Only, a little bit. But only because the world got smaller and people know gay people now or they, their their relatives came out or their teachers came out or their neighbors came out or their niece and nephew or kids or uncle. Yeah. And that's the same that's happening, I think, with both the women's <clears throat> reproductive rights and, and sexual harassment are, and guns. No, okay. The, but, the, the tide is absolutely turning on guns. It's it, People are never going to be satisfied as long as people are blowing their heads off and, and, and young people are being killed and people are being in, in schools and people are being killed in their sanctuaries, their houses of worship. That's going to continue to be bad. But the but organizations like Moms Demand yeah. have absolutely turned the tide because the violence in America has been so publicized and so heart-wrenching and their activism has been very effective. They've been extremely effective with their campaigns. Right. And they have public opinion on their side and the, the, the gun lobby has been exposed as not about your personal safety, not about the Second Amendment, but about making money selling guns and bullets. Right. Hey, everyone. You know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids, and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity. And eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. 
It is high quality and they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required. Okay? And factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me. I never lie. Factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factormeals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero. Okay? Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D five zero, Judy Gold 50, to get... 50% off. That's code JudyGold50 at factormeals.com slash JudyGold50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. By the way, Jacqueline is Henry's girlfriend and she's my new daughter and she's perfect. Four months, five months. Oh, that's it? Oh, wow. Four months. Are you from New York City? Connecticut, Connecticut. Are you Jewish? Yes. Oh, uh, hello. Sorry. You didn't ring the bell that time. Huh? Um, Would you date a non-Jew? No. Oh, God, I hate that. I fucking love her. Why do you hate that? Because it's so, if you ever, if any white person ever said, oh, I wouldn't date a blank person. Jews so often, and I think minorities in general, be like, I wouldn't go outside. My whatever, the, but because it's a different. And I hate that because I've, all, wait, I, I've let's also. Get a microphone. I also hate it. Yeah. I also hate wait, it because. Wait, get the microphone. I also hate We're because now I have had strong feelings for Jewish women in my life, right. and I've had them say, as a result and the thing. of it, I can't be with. I, I once dated a very religious Orthodox girl. I didn't date her. We just hooked up, and she felt guilty about it. And I used to hate that. Right. Like, uh, I don't like, I, it's We're why I don't like religion. Discussion. The main problem with religion for me is the way that it, it separates people and divides right. people. And but why, it, if you're Jewish you're, and I love you and I'm in love with you and I admire, right, right, like right. you're okay. not going to date me because I'm not Jewish. So now we're, uh, we've <laughs> now comes. shifted the discussion since um, Jacqueline's Jewish, Henry's Jewish, I'm Jewish. Pete has fallen in love with the Jew, uh, but couldn't continue. And he does, he thinks that religion separates people and doesn't understand why Jews want to marry other Jews. I understand why they want to. Right, but it's because being Jewish, it's, as you can tell, it's, a, it's in your DNA, okay, number one. Number two, it's a way of life. It's a way it's, of living, yes. and it's... 
It, That's what got me. I right. dated a non-Jew for a really long time. It's Jacqueline. And I, and it was only, our relationship was so hard at times because we just culturally were not in sync because it's so ingrained to how you're raised and who you are. And it's just like such a vital part of, Jew, of like raising a Jewish family. Like it just. It was the foreskin. Did he have foreskin? Yeah. Ew. You touched another person's penis? Get out. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Disgusting. Uh, what was his, was his ethnicity? Phone was he mouth. European? Mike. Why did he have Phone foreskin? Yeah, he Mike to po- mouth. Okay. He was, a, um, he was a Polish immigrant. So not only did I date a non-Jew, but I dated mm-hmm. a Polish person. What's wrong with that? They hate us more. They than hate us. They hate us. Well, he didn't hate you. His family hated me. Uh, they well, that's, did. That's, Immediate family, yeah, no. But, but, Cousins, yes. But I don't know. I just I I understand everything that you just said about wanting to to, to date someone, be with someone who shares your culture. But I was always a person who wanted to date people who didn't share my culture because, frankly, right. my culture was boring. I didn't right. have any. You don't have culture. We right. have culture, yeah, so and we're I, better than you. I and get that's that. that's the thing. I understand that. We're that's the what, chosen. Let me, how do I get to be don't better? Don't forget to write to me as if I totally believe that. <laughs> how okay. do I get to be more understanding and more cultured myself if you're not going to allow me to be intimate with you? Um, there's another way of doing it. It's learning and not having to fuck the person. <laughs> right? You can so, learn well, of course, about Judaism without fucking of a course, Jewish but I girl. Was, but I was intimate with black men, not sexually, but lived with right. them. Let's take a picture of that. Where's and was there was an intimacy there. And, you know, sexual intimacy is different, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't hold me back. What'd you put on my head? A kippa. Is this a bowl? This is a special kippa. I've... Uh, I've worn these. You gotta look at the key pod, I have my own. It's- oh God, that's awesome! A Robert Smigel yeah. triumph. Okay. So I have my own from attending my friend's bar mitzvah. Wait, go. But it's funny to have it okay. on a bald head. It's always funny. No, it's bad. I have just You're enough stubble. Right. Yeah, to hold it needs to go on. right there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so the so here's the deal. Like, it, we are. We have different holidays. Yeah. We have. Eat differently. I get it. We communicate differently. But all we, of my friends, most of my friends, close friends, are Jewish. Right. And are you willing to give up the Christmas tree and the Christmas? If I was in love with a woman, I'd be willing to give up anything, I think. Yeah. I mean, like. Okay, what, you're not normal. It's fine, but that's not what we're not talking about that. We're talking about you. We're talking about you saying I wouldn't be with. We're talking about you saying. Well, no, she said she wouldn't be with. But I think it's fine to have. But if you met a guy like like, me that that loved you and loved your culture and loved your background and that understood Jewish history and wanted to be more. She right, but she sure, but like I and no, I wouldn't get rid of the tree. By the way, just to get back to that, no, I mean the fact that you you guys are missing out on on Christmas. I go to my friend's house. I know. I go to my friend's house. You're missing out on Hanukkah. <laughs> no one's. No one. No one. I don't think Jews ever say that. No, the, Rosh Hashanah is the good one. I'm not saying Rosh you don't Shana. have fun. I'm not saying Hanukkah isn't good. It's not Christmas. No, it isn't. And Christmas has turned it. First of all, but there's Christmas fucking is such a Christmas. Hallmark holiday yeah. that I feel like I celebrate it. It's not. The, Christmas is not a Hallmark holiday. I, I understand, but okay, what it is. It's it become, absolutely it's is. It's a man 
coming to your house and bringing you presents. And when you grow up believing that, even though it's a lie, and even you, you do have the tragedy of struggle, and a parent does have to decide whether or not they're going to tell that lie to their kid because they're going to have to watch them eventually come unraveled, and then they start asking about the tooth fairy and the Easter bunny. It doesn't matter. It's worth it. It is worth it. That feeling of walking down and seeing your presence and the stuff. First of all, but we have, have the tooth fairy. Wait, and we have Hanukkah Harry. No, you no, are. No, don't. You, That's what my parents told me uh, when I was like, why doesn't Santa My parents come to told my me house? that you were the tooth fairy. Really? Yeah, it was always a Jewish uh, fairy. Yeah. Why? I think that might be anti-Semitic because he yeah. gave you money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is. Oh, oh really? Yeah, Did they really? No, they. Uh, my dad. <laughs> oh, that's funny. My dad told us the tooth fairy didn't come because Jews took the money. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, he said uh, we. Uh, I hey, saw so the your tooth dad fairy does here, not like Jews. but I also <laughs> saw a Jewish man here, and I think that's where your dollar went. Is that true? No. <laughs> God damn it. No. You're so anti-Semitic. My, did, my dad did once tell me the difference between Polish and Russian Jews and had no idea. It was so obvious. I remember just laughing. I'm like, you don't know either, do you? But he's like, yeah, I work in real estate. Like, I don't think wow. you know. Just, did you have your own bedroom growing up? I did. Wow. And I had sex with a soccer ball pillow in it. No way. Yes, because I was Catholic and Catholics were taught not to masturbate, not to touch themselves. Right. That was something to be. So I thought there was a loophole in my dumb little 14 or 15 year old brain. And I thought if I didn't touch my own penis, then it wouldn't be. And so I started with having sex with the uh, shower faucet. I would just put my penis in the, in the, the, the stream. And it would beat my dick like a speed bag. Uh, and then I moved on to, I had this pillow that had stuffing coming out of it in a hole. Mm. And so I made that my girlfriend. And that was great. And Wait, then was I she nice? Huh? Was she nice? She wasn't very judgmental. And then. Was she, did she make you sneeze or anything? No, she was just always there for me waiting. Right. Just waiting. Right. Until she wasn't. Because she became so hard. But then. I got a new pillow and she Wait, did your mother me. know the pillow oh, was yeah, your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. She knew when I was masturbating because she would be passive aggressive. She would say, That sure was a long shower. Or where's my lotion? Yeah, I I, or, I, I never saw more that. tissues at the you know, things like that. It sucked. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't I never did that. Yeah. I just said, um, here's this is the place where all the wash rags are. That's what I did. All right, do we have any more Jewish shit we need to discuss? I said my piece. Okay. President, let's talk about why, this is my next comment, why a white gay male who is 37 years old can, make, can get more donations oh, than a woman yeah. who is a senator and very qualified. Yeah. Where there are three of them. Who are we talking about? All of them? Are they, is he oh, they're all qualified. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala yeah. Harris, ha Harris, Harris, Kamala Harris. Yep. Who married a Jew and Amy yep. Klobuchar, who I happen to love and adore. Oh yeah, is that right? Yes, why? I think why I love the way she handled the Kavanaugh hearings. Okay, I she's been on the uh, Foreign Relations Committee. She is um, very likable by you know de Republicans like her. Sure. She's midwest. She's smart. She came. She fucking worked her way. I fucking okay. love her. All right, I love her. Who are you enjoying right now during the I enjoying I don't I'm not enjoying the it very much, I'll say that, because uh -huh. it's just so much to deal with. I have been a longtime supporter of Elizabeth Warren. Yes, I enjoy Elizabeth uh, Warren. I've known her, I don't know her, but I have followed her career since uh -huh. she was working as a kind of a government watchdog. Right. I the issue personally You called matters, her a dog? No, I, she was a government. Did you just fucking call Elizabeth Warren no, I said a dog? She was a government watchdog? No, you said. No, that's you a compliment. Said, yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't say what you were saying. Did you hear that, Jacqueline? 
Okay, Don't turn ahead. on me, Jacqueline. All right, so go ahead. And so I don't like the financial industry in terms of what they did yes, to uh, uh, destroy the economy. And they need someone like her. Right. And so I've always liked her. And I love Bernie Sanders. Love Bernie Sanders. And I don't, no comment. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you, why? Not, not on that bandwagon. Yeah. I think he's too old. I think anybody that age should not be running for president. But, I mean, I'd be fine with him being president. All right. Well, we have some disagreements. You know I love my liquid IV, that I drink liquid IV pretty much every day. And I love it because it keeps me hydrated. I travel with it because it's in little packets. It tastes great. It's an amazing product. It hydrates better than water alone, three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO. But here's the best part. You know I've been bragging about Ben, my son Ben, who plays basketball. His team, his entire team, they love Liquid IV. I mean, they are number four in the nation. They are an amazing team. They've done better than ever this year. Dare I say it's because of the Liquid IV? I'm not going to say for sure, but I'm telling you, these athletes love liquid IV. They love all the flavors, strawberry, lemonade. I love the watermelon. I never give them any of my watermelon. They have sugar-free, white peach, green grape, lemon, lime. It makes you feel great. And if you need a little caffeine, the the, uh, lemon ginger is beyond, beyond. And I know they use it while they're working out. I'm pretty sure they might use it after a game that they won and went out and had, you know, a couple of drinky poos. But that being said, I love Liquid IV. They're a great sponsor. They're a great product. And I honestly couldn't live without them. And it's winter still. You need to be hydrated. Hydration is very important. So weekends are for going wild, as you all know. Have a game plan for Monday. That's what you need. I just had this conversation with Ben's girlfriend. I said, if you're going to go out and party, you need a game plan. And what's your game plan? Liquid IV. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at liquidiv.com. You're welcome! Why do you think Pete Buttigieg has more finances than I would. Why do you think this country is so misogynistic that they would rather, they, they, they would rather have a gay man. They will overlook that than have a woman. This is the most misogynist. I mean, yes, women can drive. Yes. Women can do this. I'm sorry, but misogynist is accurate, but I prefer the word patriarchal. Very patriarchal. I say because there are a lot of women who also agree with men being in charge and subservient. And all of that is religion, mainly Christianity, in my opinion. But it's a new Christianity. It's a new. I'm telling you, the evangelicals are taking over. 
And the Mormons. They've been the taking over very, for a long that's time. That's a newer religion. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And that's a newish religion. It's only 100-something years old mm-hmm. from upstate New York. But, you know, whatever. But why do you, does that bother you at all? Do you think as, yes. a, as a white male? Yes. yes, it bothers me a tremendous amount. I, don't you think, you saw I these see. women at these hearings. They were all steely, smart, honest, um, verbal, uh, communicative, um, unflappable. Yes, and, all of those things. And Kavanaugh is like, like it's the women who get emotional. And and fucking Jim, j- fucking Jordan, fuck you. You put on a fucking jacket, yeah. you asshole. Yeah, he who is. Who the fuck do you think you are? Watching someone jerk off in the shower, not reporting it. Devin Nunes, like these people are mental. Yes. They're mental. Well, they are. And yet these women sit there. It, it's. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. I think that this country is is has a really hard time with women in general. You don't see that in places like Israel or Norway. Right. So let's where say a Israel. Lot more equity and, and right. gender. Israel, equity. they don't fucking care don't what have, you are. We don't have the Equal Rights Amendment. And, 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 and that's been something that has been been fought for, you know, uh, for, I know. forever. And you know, what? If, and there's women who were doing black women. Black men got the right to vote before women. Right. The idea mm-hmm. that women have always been lesser than, in, in, in this country, and in every single. And let me tell you something. Yeah. Black women are the strongest women. There's the Jew woman and the black woman. Yeah, I'm I, sorry. And now the Latino. Black I mean, women are the only people I want to argue with. <laughs> The, Tried they, to argue with a black woman who was writing me a ticket, a police not. officer, no. and she her, put her hand on my face. I'll never forget it because I can argue, as you know, with anybody. Yeah. And she put her hand on my face. She goes, I have heard it all. And it was the greatest argument. I was like, oh, I bet you have. <laughs> and I was like, all right, just finish up. I, I mean, eat. talk about not only being a woman, but being a woman of color. <laughs> yeah. Being a woman of color. That's an added- How about a gay woman of color? Gay woman of color. Yeah. Or a gay- small person who's a woman of color. It's, I'm not being funny. Every single one of these categories makes your life more right. difficult. And so I do agree that, that, that what you're saying is that you generally become a tougher, more resilient person. I think Well, that that's you've why had to I'm, deal with so much shit. Yeah. You know how to... And this fucking Kavanaugh who went to private yeah. school and was coddled and whatever, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Look at fucking Trump fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very typical American journey. And, right. And it has it's to gotta be. It's got to stop. And it has to stop it's with time. men. Men have to raise their sons and daughters right. differently. So I you have, you happen to be talking to the best father of daughters that you ever will. Like I am extremely dedicated to researching and understanding my own behavior, the role model, the behavior that I'm role modeling Mm -hmm. and trying to be the the best dad I can be for these girls. And Mm -hmm. everybody says to me, you know, it's such a, it, I hate this. Oh, your daughters are so beautiful. Number one, that's their ninth best quality. But number two, they say, you better get a shotgun. You know, oh, right. We already down. did that. Yeah. Oh, did we talk about I, not this? Not on the air. I don't oh, think. yeah. And I always say to them, I'm like, I'm not going to be there when they get sexually assaulted. I'm not there to protect them. They right. have to protect themselves. Right. I'm teaching them to be independent and to not be scared of, of right. everything. Right. So, and to protect them. They will protect themselves. They don't need and, daddy, a man to protect them. Right. I think that's like the best thing you can do. Of course, it for your is. I'm kids, the like teaching them not to be afraid. Right. Like I feel like my parents tried really hard because we we have three girls. I, we have. I'm one of three. Yeah. All girls. Yeah. And all Jewish. 
all Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's hard when you're a dad and you're raising right. women, women and you in don't shit world. and you haven't lived like the woman experience. So you have to Well, well that's, that's it's the, not uh, that hard. You have to just have empathy. Right. It's not that hard. You just have to look at but life also, through another person's eyes and understand t- 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 statistics and history and mm-hmm. psychology and sociology and economics okay. and gender diversity. Number one, I've raised two boys. And I think they're pretty good. Jacqueline? I love them. Okay. Anyway. What you supposed to say? First of all, <laughs> I did want to say that... The all the young women who didn't vote for Hillary because they were like, ah, eh, I don't have to vote for a woman because there'll be a woman president in my lifetime. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. You have not lived as a woman in this world. So how dare you? Okay. Okay. That's number one. Number two, we ask. I asked my um my uh, uh guests two questions. I could sit here and talk to you forever. I had many more questions yeah. to discuss with you. First question. You know, we're very pro-mental health here. Mm-hmm. Have you been on any, or do you take any antidepressants? No. Never? No, never have. Wow. Yeah, just weed. Weed and meditation? I heard yes, I meditate. You do day. the transcendental? Yeah. Yes. Because uh, I have been trying to get a mantra. mantra is? You're not supposed to say your mantra. Yeah. What mine is? Are you? Yeah. Black cock. Oh, that's a great yeah. mantra. It was a weird thing to say over and over, but that's what they gave me. Where'd you go? I want to go to Bob Roth. Yeah, I went to him. Yeah. He keeps saying, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He taught me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Gave Fuck. Me, gave me my mantra. It's not Blackhawk, but. Oh, it isn't? No, you're never supposed to reveal your mantra. I know. And you do that every day? Almost. Yeah. It's hard. I know. Yeah. So is my cock. Okay. So, but you have, but you're very pro mental. Uh, you know, we're very yes. pro mental health and whatever yeah. it takes. Yes. Because you're, you're, you're in a bad place right now. It might not hurt to have a little. Yeah, I, I just need. I probably need to go to therapy. Is the one yes. thing I'm missing right now. But that's that's expensive too. I'm just trying yes. to save money. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of good friends that I've been dumping on. Uh oh. Who was there on your last show? You were right. Yep. It was a really special. Thing. Thank you. And yeah. who's kept in contact with you since? You've been very thoughtful. Hmm. And who hasn't written me back? And like immediately, I've been, I replied to you. All- okay. Here's my other. <laughs> Here's my uh, last question. This is what we, and the podcast is called Kill Me Now. Yeah. And it's because I get aggravated at everything, as yeah. you know. What pisses you off? This is for you, Jacqueline, too. What pisses you off more than anything? Like, makes you fucking, like, you want to fucking kill someone. Bullying and injustice. Yeah, I'm like that, too. Yeah. Watching like, I can't believe, I cannot believe the shit these motherfuckers get away with and the, the yeah. way they lie and people, and, and that it's not called out. Yeah, that's it for me. The ignorance of, of science or lack of curiosity of people, the lack of empathy bothers me. And, uh, you know, it, just inequity. Just, yeah. Just people mm-hmm. thinking that, you know, if you work hard, you'll, that's all you need to do. It's, that has nothing to do with why people succeed or not. Right. It has something to do with it. Of course, right. there's an element to it, but, but it's, it's, all, it's always about opportunity. Do you think that the situation we're in now in this country is because of the backlash that we had an African American president who was such there's, a there's good part of president? That. There's yeah. part of that. I think you it's, think it's this is a partly, referendum on? I think, sure, I think that's history. I think that's right. everywhere in the history of humanity. People, right. you know, change 
being difficult for people and, and them taking it personally and, and okay. Here's the thing. People always say we went from Barack Obama yeah. to Trump. Yeah. But the bigger Issue? diversion yeah. or whatever is that we went from Michelle Obama to Melania yeah. fucking naked That's hard. photos. That's hard. Yeah. That's hard. And fucking people. bullshit yeah, lies. She was a very is a very inspiring be best. Both hashtag. of them were role models. Hashtag be they best. raised their daughters the same time I was raising my daughters. He was a role model as a husband for me <laughs> and a father. And this <laughs> why are you laughing? Who, Barack? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Trump. Yes. No, and Trump yes. is the opposite. Right. Jack the way he Le- treats his wife, the way he treats his kids, it's opposite. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Uh, Jack, and, and they bought, uh, the RNC bought $95,000 worth of that fucking greaseball fuckface. Donald Trump Jr.'s book that's yeah. else wrote. And when I say greaseball, it's not as a slur to Italian people. It's that he puts he so puts much fucking shit in his hair. In his hair. Yeah. Um, Jacqueline, what pisses you off the most? I think ignorance. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't. I can't. I can't with stupid people. Like fucking, Yeah. Or just, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I literally have no patience for people. It's not, like, some people are ignorant and it's not their fault and maybe they're trying right, to right, learn. Right, 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 right. But it's just... Lack of curiosity. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. It's just when you're just, like, so settled into... Like, oh, I don't need to know that. Oh! Yeah. Okay. What do you think of the way the media is dealing with this presidency? Media will always do whatever it takes to make money. So what would you tell our listeners before you leave? To subscribe to, to my yes. website, Stand Up with Pete Dominic. Oh, but also, what are the other things you sh- think they should read so they're not ignorant? I think you should follow actual journalists working for newspapers and independent journalists that are non-corporate. Right. That there's a whole bunch of great organizations like ProPublica and yes. Parbell and right. so many others. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yes. You. And as we always say, so long! <laughs> Uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Uh...